thoughts, ideas, people, caravan maintenance, trundle beds. What's that plastic thing doing down there? Shut up, Renee. Quiche. Niche. Niche's quiche. Hi. Hey, hey, it's a podcast. And people stick it in their ear holes. And then they really listen as the messages filter into your soul. Or your asshole. Huh, it's Niche as Quiche. Episode 3, Lacrosse. Um, thanks guys. You, um, seem, yeah, you're liking the podcast. And I've got lots of lovely messages. I do, I've got so many nice messages from people all over the planet. Uh, um, including one from one of my favourite artists in the world. Um, I want to say artist, I'm not saying it in a, um, yeah, I am saying it in a, no, because he's not, he's a clown, he's an idiot. He's a fool. Um, he look. Uh, he's a comedian, but he's an artist. His name's Kim Noble, and I love him. If you if you don't know who he is, get across his stuff. It's weird and amazing. Even he sent me a nice message, which made me feel funny in my tummy and me ghoulies a bit. On the email, samnichesquiche at gmail.com. That's samnichesquiche at gmail.com. No hyphens, no nothing. Just Sam. Niches are hard. People don't. I know how to spell it, apparently. I've got a few messages on um, Instagram where people are like, I don't know what you... Why aren't you on... Why aren't you on TikTok? Because um, I don't want to be. It's not my world. I know, and I know I'll regret it later. Like, I didn't want to be on Instagram because I thought that was going to be um, not, you know, a thing. Then that becomes a thing. Maybe I should be... If you know about what the new thing's going to be... And don't say LinkedIn because there are a lot of people that are just like full LinkedIn... Um, don't try to push me toward LinkedIn because I'm not going to go to that either until that's too late too. So yeah, I jumped on um, Instagram after Twitter became so um, volatile and full of fuckheads. Um, so I got off there ASAP because uh, they seem to be, it seems to harbour lots of nasty thought. I don't know why I sing things, but it makes me feel um, happier about my, it's a, you know what it is, it's just faking being happy. If I sing something to myself, I feel better. That's some psychology for you. There you go. I went and saw my psychologist yesterday. And uh, we had a great old time. Um, anyway, me head's not right, but he fixes it. It's kind of like Bunnings for your brain. You go there, or um, or going to Bob Jane T-Marts and getting your wheels aligned. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, what am I talking about? Yeah, I got lots of really lovely messages, lots of emails and stuff. So Lauren um, got in contact with me, who, her husband bought my bike, and he, her husband, uh, I can't remember his surname, but it's Russell Tom- Tomkinson? No, Russell... Peterson, Russell, I don't know, Russell in the Russell in the shrubs, Russell in the shrubs. What's going on there? It's just two sailors. That's a song, isn't it? Anyway, um, she got in contact with me with a really jet lagged. Wasn't even an email. It was just a, a voice message that she sent as an email, which is a great. I mean, I understand that. She was really jet lagged and told me a very elaborate story about um, dogging whoppers and human poo. Anyway, it was um, it was really interesting. I'm not going to go into the details of it because it's not my story. I don't steal stories. Uh, what was the point of this? Oh, yes, she was trying to convince me to... And I'm not going to... Look, I, I'm not going to not say I didn't do it. Because I did do it. She challenged me to go and uh, have a Whopper. But there's a new Whopper. Because I, I, the thought of eating a... And I'm not, you know, making fun of you if you do eat Whoppers. If, you don't, if you've got no idea what I'm talking about right now, 
last week I told a story um, about the the war between Burger King and Hungry Jacks, and then I told a story about jo- oh my God, Joe Beth Taylor. So in the podcast last week, I told a story about um, a ridiculous story about Joe Beth Taylor and a Whopper Junior and Shelley Craft, and it was all untrue. But I popped it up on Instagram. She saw it and loved it, which was really cute. Thanks, Joe Beth Taylor. How bizarre. Anyway, um. So Lauren's been spruiking the goodness of the, what's it called, the Angry Whopper? No, that's another Whopper, isn't it? The Rebel Whopper. So apparently there's a Whopper called the Rebel Whopper, which is plant-based, and I did, I tried it, and it was, look, it was fine. And it is plant-based, so it feels good, but it wasn't as good as um, the grilled one. There's a grilled plant-based burger, which is insane. And I'm not doing product placement here. Mind you, call out to small businesses here. If you would like me to do a bit of like a paid read for you, and you are a small business, I'm talking like tiny cafe, pub, um, not like mega pub chains. I'm talking about like Martin Parr, or you know, you've got a habit, you're a haberdasher or something like that. Um, hit me up on the email, samnichesquiche at gmail.com. Write me a couple of lines about your business and I'll do a, I'll do a free paid read for you just because it feels like fun. I'd like, to, I'd like to pretend that I am monetizing this podcast when I'm not. So, um, yeah, I will. I'll promote your small business um, or say you've got a, a fight, school fight coming up or a trash and treasure, whatever you're doing, like a garage sale, I'll promote it for you. Not, I, won't, I won't be able to do all of them because I, I actually do get a lot of emails. This is crazy. Like in the last week, let's have a look here at all these. Um, so Kate Tierney got in contact. There's, uh, who else is there? Jack Callahan, thank you. Jessica Addison, mostly with sandwich ideas. So ideas for sprucing up my uh, daughter's lunchbox because she won't eat anything but avocado and butter sandwiches. And guess what? There was a winner, and I don't know who it is. Whoever you are, you are the winner. It was hummus and grated carrot. So finely grated carrot and hummus on butter and multi-grain. She loved it. Um, Amy got in contact. Check out Cannibal Corp. Anyway, lots of great stuff. Many sandwiches. Many, many sandwiches. Bart VK, Michael Sparcy, Duncan Forrest. Anyway, really nice. Really nice that you guys are listening and, and engaged in such utter wanking nonsense. Anyway, um, yeah, I, God bless you all. Speaking of God bless, I was at a funeral on Monday, my first proper Catholic funeral. I don't think I'm denigrating the legacy or memory of this person because I never met them. I was there in support of her son. Um, but it was a full Catholic funeral, like swinging smoke and, um, you know, what else was going on there? Lots of standing up and sitting down and standing up and sitting down and, um, the, the audio was terrible, so you couldn't hear anything properly. It was, uh, yeah, it was a, it was, it was not, it was not the best. Of, I mean, it's not like you go, oh, that's a great funeral, but it was, um, I guess, it was what you would have expected. I didn't, I just didn't expect all the, um, the dishwashing and stuff. Like the Catholics, they do, they get a goblet and then they put something in it. Then there's a biscuit, they dip the biscuit and then they put a cloth on top of the, um, the goblet. Then they wash the goblet or rinse the goblet. He drinks from the goblet which seems rude in front of all of us because we're all sitting there and a bit parched. Um, I didn't go for communion, by the way. Um, but then he washes, he kind of get, gets the cloth and he rinses, no, he wipes out the inside of the metal goblet. And you think to yourself the whole time, God, what a, you could have done this after. You know what I mean? Like, don't do the washing out. That's rude. That's like someone making you a meal and they get up halfway through the meal and start washing up the dishes whilst you're still eating, whilst their dinner goes cold. Um, that's my take on that. Anyway. Uh, I think Catholics will only find that a bit funny. But um, yeah. Uh, oh, and we, we are deep diving lacrosse today. And you know what? I found it really interesting. I, I, it's the first one that I actually looked into. Because I realised on the last two. So what have I done so far? I did um, 
uh, the history of Hungry Jacks last week, which I didn't really look into. I just kind of skimmed the website and had a little look. And uh, I don't even remember what I did in the first week. That's, a, that's what's happened to my brain. My short-term memory is awful. Did I do googly eyes? Velvet? Perms? I did, I did do perms, but that's on a secret podcast. Only available on Patreon. That was my first ghost podcast that um, I didn't put out there to everyone because I just wanted to see if it sounded good. But that was about perms. Perms. Seances. God damn it. What is wrong with my brain? Do you know what it is? I was on... Yeah, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. Like, a, you know, this is, I'm just a human man. Um, but I was on uh, anti-anxiety medication and um, anti-deps. Anti-deps. Um, and also, like, just that stuff for, for a long time. And then I came off... And my brain's just gone away. Like I'm still here, and I think it's made my um, my rantings into the microphone more w- w- wildly lucid, if that makes sense. Like I I've got, I've got a scattergun brain because I got diagnosed with ADHD. I'm not gonna take the tablets. If you do need to take tablets, do take tablets though. But I'm not gonna take them because um, I'm worried that it's gonna affect my artistic brain. Um, but anyway, I came off the anti-anxiety medication because I think it was making me um, sadder. So anyway, I've come off and I'm happier and I'm all good and stuff. But uh, yeah, my short-term memory is rotten. Uh, what else have I been doing? Oh yes, I um, before we, before we get into lacrosse. Oh, also, I, I've got a warning for you. I'm going to be telling you a uh, another celebrity story very soon. So I'm really um, stick around for that. If you enjoyed Joe Beth Taylor and uh, the Whopper Junior story, you're going to love this next one. And I'm going to give you a, a chance to guess who it is. Um, so we can all listen along and play along together. Uh, hey, does anybody want to come over? Oh, that's it. I need someone. Is there anybody out there who knows how to develop apps? I have an amazing app idea. It's like Yelp, but for people. We, we review humans. It's like human review. No, I'm joking. We're not going to do that. I do need an app developer, and I'm not like setting this out there like, come and work for free. Um, you'll get paid eventually. Um, but I've got a really terrific, which I'm not going to say, um, on the podcast, I'm going to give you what the, you know, the, the idea is because someone might bloody nick it. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, if you, if you are an app developer or you know what to do or, um, and yeah, a paid gig, I don't, why am I doing this? I would have, I would have normally posted this idea, but I thought I'll, I'll leave it out there and just see whether it gets there organically. Um, hit me up at samnichesquiche.com. What? No, samnichesquiche at gmail.com. Samnichesquiche at gmail.com. Oh no, me ne- oh no, me bum neck neck. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Hey, any um, what? Are, who's got the most interesting job that's out there? Are the, are the Antarctic um, snow people listening? There's a group of Antarctic scientists that get locked in over. I think it's the uh, the Arctic winter. No, the Antarctic winter. And they got in contact with me a few months ago to do a video for them, and I did. I never heard a response. I gotta say, so maybe they've all frozen to death. Um, oh, here's a fun thing to do: fill up a rubber glove with water, and put it in the freezer, and then get it out again. And then you can pretend, if you close your eyes, that you're shaking hands with a really elaborate snowman. Isn't that a good idea? Anyway, um, who's got who's got the weirdest job? Um, email me at samnichesquiche at gmail.com. And also, um, if you've got suggestions for what you want me to do the deep dive on. This week it's lacrosse. It could be anything next week. It could be one of your suggestions. So um, email me your suggestions now. Oh, no, me bum neck neck. Oh, no, no, me bum neck neck. Oh, no, me bum neck neck. What's going on with your bum neck? All right, so uh, this place, I think, actually. 
This is, uh, this is the history of skin. This is one of the first ones, uh, history of things I ever made with Craig Shufton. Hi, Shufi, if you're listening. Um, so yeah, let's get into it, the history of skin. 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 Some people don't like skin and they're called racists and sometimes skinheads, which doesn't really make sense heaps good, much like that sentence. Skin. I got sunburn on my skin and I started to peel like a mandarin. But am I the man within the mandarin? Hey brother, give me some skin. No way, man! That's my hands, and I need hands for holding lemonades, yo citrus bitch, Patricia! You're too skinny makes no sense, because if someone's too skinny, then that means that they've got too much skin, implying that they've got a greater surface area. You skinny fatty! You're skinny fatty! Excuse me, I'd like some skin milk. You mean skim milk. I mean skin! I got sunburnt on my skin, and now I've got an irregular-shaped melanoma. Melanoma sounds like a 60s dance. Come on, baby. Check your irregular mole with me. Skin, 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 skin. It's a little bang, bang, banger. A lot of people have been getting in contact uh, about the old the, a podcast I had years ago called The Sounds of Sam. It would be 15 years old. Imagine how big that would be now if I just kept going. Oh my god. Um, or not. Uh, anyway, so that. Uh, yeah, I don't have most of that stuff. So there's all this uh, stuff from the episodes in it. I think it's still out there floating around. But it must be. Things don't die on the internet, do they? They're always there. Anyway, you can listen to that if you want. It's got some of the history of things that you'll hear and a whole lot of other stuff that I uh, I just don't have anymore. So anyway, I mean, what, what am I? Some type of bean shoot man? Bean shoot man. The bean shoot man is kind of like a little... Uh, He's like a, uh, I guess, like a little Asian food fairy. He's kind of like the um, the cobbler who knows th- is the magical guy that does the shoes. Wheat, not Wee Willy Winky. Oh, that Wee Willy Winky thing last week was good. Um, no, the who's the those elves? Who are the elves that fix the shoes? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, the bean shoot man is that for um, Asian restaurants. So he delivers a bag of bean shoots in the middle of the night. I don't know if you've done you've done this like coming coming home drunk um, one night. You walk past a Asian grocer and there's just a bag of bean shoots leaning against the door. I'm not mad. This is the thing. I actually have, I've, I've met a bean shoot man before. Um, they just fascinate me. They are, they're like the, um, they are, they're like the, the, the tooth fairies of the, um, of fur. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know why I'm reminded of this, but that reminds me of a little while ago, I put up a post on Instagram and it was me singing to some homeless cats. It's, I guess that's the nicest way of putting it. They were cats without homes. They were street cats. Which, when you really think about it, they're just cats, because cats are animals, and they do... And I know they're domesticated, but once upon a time, they were wild animals. They were, they were wild cats. They were cats. And I posted a video of me singing to them, um, and and I, I, I didn't... I don't think I said... Yes, I did say where they were. But then I had um, this furor that happened uh, online. They got in contact with my management, telling me to rip down the post because I was inciting... Get this! inciting potential violence against cats. I love cats. I was singing to the cats. I wasn't singing, hey there kids, come kill a cat. 
Um, anyway, so I, it was a nice song about the cats, and I thought it was a nice thing. But anyway, you just don't know what step. Um, cancelled, cancelled, potentially cancelled by the thought of what someone else might do to a cat. What the fuck is going on? Anyway, um, anybody at the Sydney Council listening as well? I'm just pulling favours. I want to do a silly billy walk in Centennial Park next year. And I don't know how to do it. I know I should just ring someone, but you never know. There might be someone listening or someone who knows someone about something about... Um, it would be Waverley Council, wouldn't it? Or Randwick Council that's uh, Centennial Park. I imagine that's the best park for it. Um, or Henson Park in Marrickville. But anyway, um, this is... Nothing to do with anything right now. We're going to get into lacrosse in a minute. I'm really, really excited. But before we do that, I'm going to get into this week's celebrity story. Um, it's got a name. It is name droppy, this segment, but I like it. Um, so I was launching, and I'm not showing off here, but I was launching a brand new Bets and Bets store um, at Doncaster Shopping Centre back in about 2012, I think it was. And uh, yeah, Bets and Bets was a shoe shop, a shoe shop brand that was huge in the 70s and 80s and then went into decline and I think into eventual eventual insolvency. I imagine there might be one left in Shepparton, but um, that's about it. So um, launching a brand new Bets and Bets and um, we had a special guest, a celebrity guest with us. Um, I'm gonna give you three hints as to who she was. I reckon you'll guess it. Um, so number one hint, she loves to loves to blow her nose on bath towels, which is a bit of a filthy habit, but I have proof. Um, she also uh, despises the elderly, just out of just out of nowhere, just can't stand old people, which is odd. And um, likes to steal loose change from dressing rooms. Have you guessed? That's right. It's Vanessa Amorossi. Yes. Remember, um, absolutely everybody. Um, Sydney 2000 Olympics. I think it was huge around then. Great. It was a banger. Actually, I saw her at the Sydney um, Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras from the stands up at the SCG um, just this year. It was great. She sang the song. She sang the bloody song. And that's all she had to do. I just did some jokes on stage and then I bring her on. Uh, all the old people who were sitting there on a Saturday afternoon, they just listen to Vanessa sing the bloody song, get off and uh, we get paid. So Vanessa gets out there and she just kind of does this little kind of like little, little bit of a spasm. It's like her eye starts twitching. She's looking at all these old people. And remember I mentioned that she hates the elderly. And then she's like, what are you people doing here? And I was like, oh no, what's going on here? She's like, what are you doing here? It's a Saturday afternoon. And they're just like, oh, we just came out to do the shopping. She said, well, that's a problem, isn't it? You shouldn't be here shopping, shopping on a Saturday afternoon. You've had all week. You've had all week to do it. All week to do the shopping. Yet you come here on a Saturday afternoon and you're clogging up the line at Coles. We should ban all old people from shopping on weekends. And that was her, that was what she wanted to do. She just wanted to get out there to, um, progress her movement. She started a charity called um, Ban Old People From Shopping On Weekends and she wanted to raise awareness for it. And I was like, oh my God. And the manager at Bets and Bets is freaked out. He's like, get in there, you gotta stop her. And I'm like, no, I, I, I believe in this. I like this idea. And he's like, no, no you get in there now. So I, I got in there and I was like, Vanessa, just sing the song and get off. Just sing the song and get off. And uh, she's like, no, she's like, make me. And I was like, I, don't, I can't just make you sing. And so I've gone to get the microphone off her and we've ended up in a scuffle, we're wrestling. And she's she's tiny, but she looks, uh, she's way stronger than she actually looks. And she eventually, she wrestled me to the floor and she like, forced the microphone into my mouth. She's like, tell me I'm the re best wrestler. And the mic's in my mouth, I'm like, they're the best wrestler. And um, a little bit of spittle came out when I said wrestler. And I remember it hit um, hit one of the lights, it was the spotlights were at us and it was caught just in slow motion. As I said wrestler, this bit of spittle came out and all the old people were like, you know, spellbound and captivated by the bit of spit and everyone laughed at me. And then I went backstage and my bloody, I had $4.80 in loose change that was uh, waiting for me 
when I got off. And I had exactly $4.80 in loose change because there was a Barnacle Bills franchise that had opened up uh, at Doncaster Shopping Town as well. Um, and it's the only one that um, survived outside of South Australia. If you don't know what Barnacle Bills is, it was a fish and chip chain from South Australia. Had a great jingle, Barnacle Bills, why don't you come on over for that great fresh seafood taste. Um, and I was excited because I was going to get two crumb prawns. I love crumb stuff. I love crumb food. I love crumb food so much I once sent back a, a seafood cocktail. You know the elaborate one that comes in the glass with the lettuce and the Thousand Island dressing and the tails hang over the side? I was so offended by that. I was like, buddy, just send it back and crumb it. And they crumb the whole thing. Anyway, I know that it was uh, Vanessa Amorossi um, who stole my $4.80 in loose change. The, the whole blowing your nose on bath towels thing, I think that's just an, a, an industry rumour. Um, Speaking of um, industry, uh, that that story also again was not true. I've never met Amorossi. Uh, I did see her perform at the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras, which was great. Um, but she's got nothing to do with this story, so don't sue me, Vanessa. I, I assume you love your nonna or your yaya, um, which sounds like I'm being racist and assuming that Amorossi means you've got a nonna or had a nonna, but it, you probably did. Um, Amorossi does sound like an Italian name, unless it's a stage name and you're Scottish. I don't know. Vanessa? Is that... Anyway, um, sorry, yes, but look, um, what I did get from that story is I do believe um, that there is some, some truth to banning old people from shopping on weekends. Uh, they are clogging up the lines, they shouldn't be there. Uh, they have had all, all week to get it done. Don't get in there on a Saturday afternoon, just, and, and, a Thursday, and late night shopping as well, they shouldn't be there, you've had all day, you've had all day! All right, Barbara? Um, so I'm, I'm watching the charity myself. Here it is here. So it's a uh, box hour, ban old people shopping on weekends. Now, this is actually, this was the finale of my latest um, or last touring show, which was Sam Simmons is putting things at his knees to raise awareness for people who not have good knees. So many people responded so positively to box hour, not the actual idea because it's ridiculous, but to the, the shirt that I've got merch. I've got box hour merch, ban old people from shopping on weekends merch. And it's bloody going to be available for you soon. So um, I will um, put that up for you soon and you can buy some um, Bops Out merch for, uh, for Chrissy. Attention shoppers, a little old lady has just died in the stationery section in aisle number three. Wayne, mop and bucket to aisle number three. Oh, what a sad story. That, that tied in really, really well with um, Bops Out, ban old people from shopping on weekends. There you go. A deep, deep dive, deep, deep dive, deep dive into lacrosse, huh? So I, um, I was half joking about doing lacrosse. I mean, all of these ideas, but I started reading about lacrosse and then I started watching lacrosse and I was like, oh my God, lacrosse is really interesting. So uh, the, short, the short thing is it was uh, kind of, it came about about 1100 years ago. I'm not even going to give you nonsense on this. Uh, so the indigenous people, the, the native, uh, the first Americans, I don't even know what to call these people anymore. There's so many names. What do I say? First Nations, First People. I mean, I know emerging, emerging First People. What are they? It, will I get cancelled for this? What's an emerging elder? It's like a young bald man. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what? anyway. Uh, okay, right. So look. So they. It was apparently an indigenous sport. Indigenous. That's the word, isn't it? So an indigenous sport um, from uh, Canada even though it wasn't called Canada back then, the Americas. And there's this whole spiritual side to the whole thing where like um, the bent bit of, so they bend over a bit of wood to form, because it, it's played with a racket. So it's, it's a weird sport, it's really fun to watch, very violent, and they wear BMX helmets. And um, 
It's kind of like a cross between uh, Australian rules football and um, and an accident with a, with ten, like tennis meets Australian rules football. That's kind of the best example. Anyway, um, so it's a bent hooked bit of wood, and they put a net in there, and they used deer sinew or something. It was all very spiritual, like the tree represented the earth, and the sinew. Um, from the deer represented the deer. It's just, no, no, they're just the thing you had to work with. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, we're not attaching spirituality to everything that we have that's manufactured, you know, in Taiwan. God damn it, that sounded really racist. Um, but you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so there was all these stories that went back to Hark how lacrosse began. And of course it wasn't called lacrosse, like the uh, indigenous um, native uh, First Americans. I never know. I really don't. I, I feel so weird saying it, but I don't know how to say it. Can we make a rule? First Nations people, is that it? That is it, isn't it? Anyway, God, don't Yelp review me. Um, so, yeah, so then the French got there, because, you know, of course they came there and, you know, took the land and um, colonised and, you know, destroyed the people's culture. They stole lacrosse, whatever it was called, and they named it lacrosse. So they stole whatever the, the sport was called. Let's say it was called Hipperchi. They stole Hipperchi, renamed it lacrosse, um, because it looked like the crook or the cross thing that was on the top of the priest's um, mast or staff that they walk around with. Um, yeah, anyway, so they called it lacrosse and it was taken from, I, I have written this down, there was a, there was some people there, uh, the, the Haudenosaunee people, who were then renamed by the French to the Iroquois, like Jamiroquois. Um, anyway, so it was stolen off them and then it was kind of like, it was bleached. So it was whitewashed, turned into a white sport, traveled all through America. It only suddenly uh, started to get like people of color. Um, I hate saying people of color as well. It's better than black though, I guess. I don't know whether that's a word that, it's a word I've never felt comfortable saying because I've never seen a black person, like a person who looks black. They look brown to me, you know, but I look, you know, what am I? I'm just like a hairy apricot colored person. Anyway. Um, so people of color, as they explained in this documentary I watched, um, didn't arrive until like the 60s, uh, much like with the rest of sport that happened in the Americas as well. But um, yeah, that, that I then found it really, really interesting. It seems it's very male, it's a very masculine sport. There is a female league, but there didn't seem to be a lot there, um, much like our much beloved AFLW here. If you're outside of um, Australia and you don't know about, or outside of New South Wales and Queensland, and you're in Australia, you know what it is. Um, AFLW, so the Women's League in the AFL. Oh, geez, it's so good. I, I wanted to go on Saturday to the Swannies game, the Lady Swans at Henson Park in Marrickville, but um, it was just too busy. It was too busy to bloody park my car and get out. And I was feeling a little bit sniffly. I've got a sort of throat. Um, and it was really cold that day, so I didn't go. But um, anyway, it's a great sport. Look it up if you want to. It's really, really, really fun. Um, have, I, uh, have I really delved deep? Oh, yeah, right. Oh, no, I've got some mascots here. This is what I love. I love this. about. I'm not a big sport man, but I love mascots. I love them. So I've collected a whole lot of... Um, these are real mascots in the um, lacrosse league. So you've got the, the Albany Firewolves. Oh... Bloody those bloody fire! It's a wolf, but on fire. Uh, the buffalo bandits, the Georgia swarm. That's good. I like a swarm. Um, the Thunderbirds, not so good. Uh, the New York Riptide. See, I don't like that. Well, I mean, I guess there is global war warming, so there is like the, the water level is rise rising in New York. But um, no, I'm not really into a Riptide. The Philadelphia Wings. Is that like a like the chicken you eat or just a bird wing? The Nighthawks. God, how 1980s is that? 
Go you Nighthawks. Toronto Rock, that's good. That's great, the Toronto Rock. These are my favorite though, the Calgary Roughnecks. I'm not joking, that's a team, the Calgary Roughnecks. Um, and also followed by another great one, here we go. The Colorado Mammoth. Um, shouldn't they be the Mammoths? No, they're the Colorado Mammoth. I guess there's one, you are a Mammoth, anyway. Kind of like Megatron. Anyway, uh, the Las Vegas Desert Dogs. Yeah, that's all right, you desert dog. Panther City Lacrosse Club. San Diego Seals. Nah, not into that. Shut up, you fucking mo motorbike. God, I hate them. Um, the Saskatchewan Rush. Uh, and the Vancouver Warriors. Um, the Vancouver, sorry, Warriors. Uh, the Vancouriers. The Vancouver, the Vancouver, hang on. The Vancouver Couriers. They would have been better. Just on bikes. Just like on fixies, um, twirling their moustaches, delivering beignet. What am I doing? Anyway, so um, look, I mean, it's not much of a deep dive into... It's really not. I mean, it's not much of a deep dive into lacrosse, apart from the fact that I did find it interesting. And maybe we now know a little bit more about lacrosse. Oh, by the way, and also it's because it's, um, it's a hard sport to play because it costs too much to buy the gear. So it's kind of like it was seen as a, like a posh sport, like yachting. Um, What's another posh sport? I guess golf is kind of, you know, it's not for everyone. You've got to get the clubs and buy it or so it costs a lot. Whereas a basketball or a soccer ball, it's just one. One kid turns up with a ball, all the kids can play. You turn up with a lacrosse racket, you're just there by yourself and you've got no one to play lacrosse with. And you know, that'll make you lacrosse. Um, anyway, there you go. So that was um, that was my deep dive into, into, into lacrosse. That was my deep dive. Um, but hey, if you want to suggest, uh, an idea for me to deep dive. I was thinking about doing uh, googly eyes next week, um, but it doesn't have to be. Like I might be inspired by something else. You might want me to um, tell you uh, uh, all about whatever you want to learn about. Maybe even just about like someone you know, some guy, some guy called Glenn. You're like, hey, um, can you do a deep dive on Glenn? Then you send me all the information on Glenn and uh, we'll do a Nisha's Quiche podcast about Glenn. Uh, it doesn't have to be that. Just be a topic you've never been interested in that you want to know about. Uh, I do still really believe that we should ban old people from shopping on weekends. I think it's a fantastic idea. What a niche. Just get them out of there. All the, all the lines will be free. Because they're always, ah, they take too long. Their decisions are, anyway. It's very disrespectful, isn't it? Um, okay, hey, let's get into some shitty trivia. Shitty trivia. Shitty trivia. Okay, so once again, randomly taken. So this is shitty trivia from at least 12 years ago. Um, I've not I've not seen it since. I've done it on stage before, but it's been a while. Here we go. Question number nine. Pick the odd one out. Is it Philip, Janine, Peter, or Margaret? No, it's Philip, because he's only got one arm. Because <laughs> he goes, wait, how could you know? Uh, question number 10. If I took away all of the eggs, but left you with some of the eggs, how do they take away all the eggs, and why do I need so many eggs? How can I measure? What was that other one I had? I had something about measuring eggs. Something about an egg timer. I used to have a joke about an egg timer, and why do you need to measure how fast your eggs are? Anyway, I can't remember it. Question number 15. Is it wrong to feed a cat an entire Vianetta? Not if you're a millionaire! If you're out of the country, Google Vianetta. It's a decadent Australian dessert. I'm sure it's overseas. It must have. I mean, it sounds Italian, but it definitely isn't Italian. Uh, it's bastardised Italian. Uh, I imagine it's in Southeast Asia. I don't know why, but um, whenever I travel through Southeast Asia and I go to the ice cream cabinet, it's just like, oh my God. 
there's ice creams you couldn't imagine. Um, anyway, so, and they take them all, they love it. Um, that sounded really, really, really wrong, but um, I'm not being wrong. I, ice cream in Asia, full on. Uh, question number 78, it's a problem question. Anton is building himself a fort out of old couch cushions in the lounge room. It's a pretty good fort, it even has a lookout. What's a problem? No, Anton is 46. That's a great one. Oh, miss, that's a good bloody thing. For me, it's good. I liked it. Question number 47. Easy peasy Japanesey seems a bit racist. Uh-oh, there's a theme here. Easy peasy Japanesey seems a bit racist, as it implies that Japanese people are both easy and peasy. What's a peasy? I had no answer for that question. It's just, it is very funny, though, when you think about it, when, you, when someone easy peasy Japanesey, because it is. It's like, what do you mean? What do you mean easy peasy Japanesey? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Australia, failure. You're a, you're a shit, you're a shithole. Um, anyway, uh, question number eight. What am I? I love to eat Kentucky Fried Chicken and drink copious amounts of strawberry milk. Sometimes I get really itchy and I love to yell at people on public transport. My occupation begins with J. I am. That's right, a junkie. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Um, oh, well, there you go. That was episode three. Episode three, you'll listen to me. I think I didn't spoke about everything I uh, wanted to talk about. Oh, here we go. I've got one more. There we are. So I had to go get um, uh, I had to go get some makeup, some face makeup for my little girl because Monday is Halloween, and uh, so I went to the the chain shop. It was Big W, and I went in there. And I, first, I went into the the greeter, the, the the most useless fucking job at the shop. And um, that person who says, "Oh, welcome," and you're like, oh, anyway. And I asked her, you think that if you bloody if you're at the front of the shop and you ask where someone something is, that person at the front of the shop should be able to go, yep, aisle nine, blah, blah, or just tell you the section that you have to go you gotta to go to. And she had no idea. And I said, I need um, children's face paint um, for Halloween. Um, I only needed to get the yellow and the black, by the way, because um, my little girl's going a skeletal. I will put some um, pictures online. And she picked it herself. It sounds like something daddy forced her into. No. She wanted to go a skeletal. Anyway, so I asked the lady, where's face paint? And um, she said, I don't know. And I assumed, I assumed, oh, well, do you reckon it would be in the, um, like the kids section, like near the toys, kind of maybe bordering on the clothing so where the dress ups are? And she's like, yes, that's, that's where it is. And kind of looked like uh, she was lying to me, like she'd remembered that's where it was. So I went there, I went there, I looked all there. And then I... I kind of gave up and I asked another guy and he goes, no. And he looked at me like I was an idiot, this guy. He goes, no, it's in the stationary section. Like, I'm an idiot. Like, oh, yeah, of course, face paint belongs in the stationary section. Because, you know, when you're, you're filling out your, your TFN and doing your business with your, your pens and paper, sometimes, so, just sometimes, you want to you wanna bloody paint a Spider-Man face on your face whilst you're filling out the details on your group certificate, you fucking idiot. Anyway, so, um, yeah, why, why on earth? Is that, a th- is that a thing? I've never noticed that before. It does face paint belong in the stationary section? Um, I did look um, up Officeworks, and they do sell safe, uh, face paint. So, yeah, this is, this is how I fixate, by the way. I, I, did, I do fixate and think to myself, well, is that a thing? So I did look it up. And um, yeah, apparently it is like, uh, yeah, like face paint does belong in the office space. So I guess if you are, if you work in a corporate office, pop on some face paint. Um, And if they get angry at you, just tell them why. Tell them Sam sent you and um, (laughs) tell them Sam sent you and you're allowed to do this. It's it's legally sanctioned because it is at Officeworks and it is in the stationary section, face paint. You can do it. 
Um, all right. Um, stay. How are you going? If you're out there and you're um, you're battling with booze, as I've battled with booze, I hope you're doing okay. Um, I had some harsh advice this week. It was try not drinking. I've got it here. Try not drinking. Um, try not drinking and just sit with your feelings and think about improving your life. And I was like, oh my god, that's a bit hardcore. Um, but yeah, anyway, look, so I will speak to you guys next week. I'm not giving up. I'm going to keep on going with me podcast. Um, if you want to hear the secret episode, get up on Patreon. If you want to support any stuff I do, get up on Patreon. Um, if you don't, um, buy, buy a Bopsow shirt or you don't have to buy stuff actually if you're poor, cause we all know we're poor. it's a, it's a recession. I'm recording this the day after the budget announcement, um, the Australian budget announcement last, last night. So, um. Yeah, I know, I know we're all poor. We're all poor. Um, but some of us aren't. Some of you are killing it. Some of you got lots of... You can just see there are some people with way too much money than they know what to do with. So um, buy a Bopsow shirt and together we can all ban old people from shopping on weekends. All right, well, it's been an absolute pleasure and a joy again. Um, send me any messages you want. quiche at gmail.com. All right, lots of love to you. Have a really lovely week and uh, do positive things, feel good about yourself. Oh, maybe I've got a little silly affirmation for you. I'm gonna leave you with a silly affirmation of something you can do, and here it is. When you next have an important work phone call, communicate by using a sock puppet. The person you are talking to won't have any idea that they are talking to a sock puppet, but you will know the truth. All right. Bye, Thank <laughs> you.